Lives of Pitch, the podcast where we pitch the best films that'll never get made. I'm Matt Turner. And I'm Tom McGrath. And the game goes like this. We asked you, our devoted listeners, to come up with titles that you'd like to hear us pitch. We then collaborate, coming up with story points, casting, and even marketing strategies. Without further ado, this week's title is... My Dad the Dinosaur. My Dad the Dinosaur? Yes. And a caveman. <laughs> it's uh, a monster movie? Yes, monster movies. Uh, that title given to us by Joe Thompson. So thanks, Joe, for that one. Thank you, Joe. He got um, in touch with us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast. Uh, where loads of you chimed in there yeah. over on Facebook and on Twitter. We got loads of responses this week. Yeah, we got a monster amount of people. A monster's share. <laughs> a monster's dozen. A, mo- a monster and a half's worth. <laughs> a kaiju of suggestions. <laughs> that's, that's what the collective noun is. <laughs> yeah, you really used your lightning breath on... Our ears. Yeah, so uh, thank you for all your suggestions. That is this week's main pitch. So let's do some uh, honourable monsters. Yep, from James Dixon, we've got Burgers Bite Back. Burgers Bite Back. Now, the pod- the, the episode we did last week was yeah. about burgers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is why this one, this was a, this was a very big contender. For uh, to see if we could do a burger streak. Yeah, it it was a very big contender for this week's <laughs> main title. Fair. But because we'd done one last week about burgers, <laughs> I was like, probably not. Fair. <laughs> about talking sentient burgers. All right. So I think Paul Rudd is in this. Oh yeah. Um, and I think he is. Oh no. I think he's a food critic. Yeah. And I, and I I think. He should give a bad review of a burger restaurant. Right. And when he goes back, the chefs there hate him. And so they've made these burgers that eat people. Okay, so I think maybe we have a kind of overhead view of these these people, kind of like in the like these chefs mm. in the thing. And they're like, ah, I fed this special chemical in the burger, and he's gonna have an interesting time. And then you you see the burger going out, and you see it kind of like shaking a little bit. Mm. And and they put it in front of Paul Rudd, mm. and then like the, the the orchestra swells. Yeah. And um, he just puts his knife and fork in, just eats it. No, yeah. No 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 no. Total total fake out. And then they're like, why didn't it work? Why didn't the burger come to life and eat him? Yeah. Uh, and then there's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, what, what, what am I supposed to do? What, I, I don't know. Uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> this is a conversation I've never heard in a kitchen before. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't the burger eat him? <laughs> well, uh, anyway, he goes home. And then the next day, it, is, it goes missing. Who? Paul Rudd? I'm, I think a, a, a re- food reviewer. Mm. Of, of some kind and then throughout the night various different people start going missing oh like uh, uh, like in the, in the night and the only the only kind of clue was that their their toilets were destroyed <laughs> <laughs> what right so we we cut to these two detectives I'm I'm going another food critic. Another food critic. And like a sewer maintenance technician. Okay. Played by uh Reese Darby. 
Okay. Is he the sewer? Yeah. Who's the uh, food critic? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Oh yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, All right. So and so like opening. I I think I think we set up this burger chain. It's quite like a big burger. Yeah. Like a big burger restaurant, like huge. Yeah. Like not like a chain thing. Of, yeah. Like loads of things, but just this really big, almost hotel-sized burger restaurant. Right. Um, like multi-story. Yeah, like there's three stories, and it's amazing. What's it called? It's called Six Guys. <laughs> six plus guys. Six plus, six plus guys. Um, so, because it was I'm hungry now. It's, it's, got, it's got loads of uh, loads of people working there. <laughs> At least six of them. At least six people at any one there. time. Yeah. So, I mean, in this economy, <laughs> it's, it's incredible to find a restaurant with more than six people working yeah. there at any one no, time. that's true. Um, but yeah, so this burger restaurant, pretty big, pretty big. Uh, Michael Keaton goes in as a food critic. Yep. Goes, ah, these burgers are, are terrible. These burgers are terrible. <laughs> Michael Keaton doing the voice of Droopy from I don't like these burgers. These burgers. I'm not very good burgers, I don't think. did you put any sauce on these burgers? I don't think there's any burgers here. So the chefs Yeah. Um, played by Gordon Ramsay and uh, Kate McKinnon. Yep. Uh, are like, well, fuck that guy. Let's give him a complimentary burger. Yep. One of our special homebrew burgers. Okay. Uh, which is the ones that eat have, people. Have the secret. She she says. Kate McKinnon leans in and says. Which is the ones that eat people. <laughs> she looks at the camera. Yeah. It's <laughs> the ones that eat people. That's what you've come here for, right? You, you hear her microphone pop slightly. <laughs> as she, as she, as she leans into the camera. They're the ones that eat people. <laughs> like, maxes out the microphone. They're the bit. ones that eat people. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Michael Keaton goes missing, was it? Yeah, Michael Keaton goes missing. As well as other... It's like a launch event for this mm. new lane, line of burgers, let's say. Yeah. And then they all... Uh, all the food re- reviews who gave him a bad review start going missing. Yeah. Right. It's it's a multi-story burger restaurant. Yeah. Where all the burgers are just bad. Well, they're just... Why is it in, they're just even normal, in business? They're just normal, normal burgers. Yeah. But this new burger is getting bad reviews. Mm. They've put so much money into investing into this new burger... And uh, like it's it's the the six guys special spaghetti burger. Yeah, where they they hollow out the center of the burger and dump some spaghetti and meatballs in it. <laughs> um... <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's, the, that's the best idea. My other choice was the spaghetti, the the, the six guys special soup burger, which is the same, but you just pour soup in the top. <laughs> Burger bun and then yeah. just pour soup over it. <laughs> no, no, you've got to make sure there's a well. 
a well of soup. You cut cut right through the middle. And then you so eat it's the like soup a donut, out. a burger. The the burger is like a little bowl. Yeah. With soup in, and yeah. then you eat the soup, and then the burger is like soaked in soup. Or you can try and pick the pick the burger up, and it just floods out into, into the plate. <laughs> It's a bad idea. Splashes it's a bad out. idea, it's a t- and Michael Keaton leads the criticism. No, no, no wonder they're, they're getting bad reviews. The you burgers sh- there are just terrible. This two burger very ill thought out. They're just terrible concepts for burgers. <laughs> very poorly thought out burger. I picked it up to try and eat it, and soup went in my lap. No, not very happy about that. Well, I think Kate McKinnon is sort of putting up with the idea that Gordon Ramsay's coming up with. Because yeah. I really want to see why Gordon Ramsay goes like, it fucking worked for Heston, didn't it? <laughs> Weird shit food. Weird shit food. Yeah. Yeah, that's where he's got a, he's got a whiteboard on, in the kitchen, which just says <laughs> weird shit food. So yeah, I, I, think, I think the rest of the plot is Reese Darby and... Paul Rudd. They have to go into the sewers to yeah. sort of like. Uh, oh, because like Paul a... Rudd realizes that it's these, it's these, his, his friends mm. are the are the critics. Yeah, and um, he was ill, ironically, with food poisoning. <laughs> but at the event, yeah, um, he uh, like because he ate a burger that wasn't even cooked. It was a terrible, terrible concept. We see the crime scene. This is a good a good way to because this is all sort of like. This in initial scene mm. in the restaurant that we spent half an hour talking about now yeah. is the pre pre roll, yeah. like pre title <laughs> scene, mm. because there is only one scene in that. And then uh, we cut to Michael Keaton at home, mm-hmm. uh, and we just uh, oh no, we cut to a police thing of them going into the bathroom mm. where this house is sort of. Michael Keaton's gone missing, mm. and the only remains they found is a, is a destroyed toilet with like a black, almost like scorch mark mm. uh, uh, on on the wall. And then we cut to like <laughs> like uh, the sounds of someone throwing up from behind a or the or flushing of a toilet from behind a door. Yeah, and Paul Rudd steps out, uh, and he um, uh, and he's like, oh. Man, I just had the worst food poisoning, and he like picks up the phone and speaks to, uh, pho- tries to phone up Michael Keaton, mm. his friend, the film, uh, the the mo- uh, the food reviewer, <laughs> the movie, the movie star, yeah, the movie star, Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton. <laughs> uh, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't there, uh, Michael. He like gets to an answer phone message, yeah. Uh, sorry, I wasn't there, Michael. I, I had really bad food poisoning from reviewing a, another restaurant the day before. Um, uh, is, it, is it Paul Rudd's food poisoning that saves the day? Well, it saves think? him from yeah. this attack oh, yeah. on food critics. Yeah, fair enough. Because all the other food critics start going missing, mm. uh, and and Paul Rudd like, goes to the crime scene and goes, "Hang on a minute, what is the the toilet? Why is it the why is the toilet like?" Uh, missing mm. and destroyed I've had plenty of time on the on the toilet recently so, so how does this film come to its conclusion um, he shoots him in the face um, <laughs> like do Reese Darby and Paul Rudd they wander the they sewers go into the sewers killing yeah. sentient uh, la- like I'm thinking these are giant burgers now they've grown but they're, the they're kind of they're kind of pooed out burgers yeah so they they 
they're not doing great. Um, <laughs> so grim. <laughs> so uh, these things, but then what we realise is that they are sentient. Yeah. And that they don't, they didn't want to kill the people they killed <laughs> because they were they were just born through their stomach. Oh my god! So <laughs> they they all sort of kill Gordon Ramsay and then live in the sewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's how it ends. Yeah, they they realise cool. that the these burgers didn't. They, they come out like chest bursters. Yeah. In fact, you probably see one being made. Like they, another food critic goes missing just before they go mm. in. They go, we're gonna have to try and save him. Uh, and uh, by the time they get down there, you know this, this food critic's like, "Where am I? Where am I?" He like kind of wakes up and then just like a burger just goes. <laughs> the uh, they're all Jim Henson yeah. puppets. Yeah, the uh, it's the ass buster. That's what the burger <laughs> is called on the menu. The um, we get ass buster, and then Gordon Ramsay points at the whiteboard. Weird shit food. <laughs> weird shit food. You'll have shit. Weird shits if you eat this food. <laughs> weird shit food. There you go. It's what Heston Blumenthal does. <laughs> it's, it's what Heston would have done. Yeah. <laughs> if he were still alive today, <laughs> God rest his soul. Gordon Ramsay crosses himself. <laughs> okay, so from Bobby Anderson, we've got oh shit badgers. No oh, shit badgers. Oh, shit badgers. <laughs> All right, this is this is one that we probably will have to rewrite the marketing for. Yeah, yeah. Oh poop <laughs> badgers. Oh, oh no no <laughs> yeah oh no badgers. Uh, didn't quite work. Um, um, Bill Bailey. The stand-up comedian, oh, who's yeah. also in uh, a star of such things as uh, Black Books and Hot Fuzz. Mm. Um, uh, he actually played... Uh, he was in Hot Fuzz twice. Oh, yeah, he played twins, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Um, uh, he's out in in the woods being a nature boy. Mm. You know, he's... Uh, maybe he's a bird watcher, mm. like he is. Yeah. Um, maybe he's a like a conservation specialist, a ranger of some kind. Yeah. Um, and how do you get like? There's a whole bunch of um like fox hunting uh, legislation that's just been passed through, mm. and badger call stuff. You know, like where they can go yeah, and hunt I, them. I was thinking that because yeah, you. Is there a law where you can just kill badgers or something? When or? they had rabies, I think they like flick a switch and you're allowed to kill badgers for a bit. There's a government, there's a switch in the Houses of Parliament yeah, that yeah. says no badger killing. Or badger yes, killing. badger killing, lots yeah. of badger killing. It's, it's like <laughs> a... No badger killing, yes, badger killing, lots of badger killing. <laughs> it's like duck hunting season, you know? Yeah. It's just like... <laughs> Rabbit season, <laughs> duck season. A sign goes up in a random forest somewhere. <laughs> It's badger season. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, I'm thinking uh, the badgers. Yeah, like quite a lot of monster movies now. Can't name any uh, off the top of my head. But they're, they're an allegory for climate change. Right. Um, so this one is an allegory for badger killing, yeah. I guess. It would be, yeah. So, But instead of being an allegory, it is just... The badgers fight back. Yeah, they they like. Uh, I think Bill Bailey like uh, tracks a lot of badgers. Mm. Um, he he notices one running away from a farmer who's trying to kill it, mm. and um, 
he like follows them back to a uh, um he's like tracking it through the woods sort of trying to be really stealthy mm. and then um he stumbles across a family of giant badgers oh no 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 what? this is just a big a giant family of badgers yeah not a family of giant badgers <laughs> a giant like, family of badgers like 600 of 600 them. 600 of them in in one cavern yeah all in weird in this weird you know how that you get those like um ants that turn into a ball to make a raft yes they're basically that <laughs> they've they've turned into this ball full of biting and claws they're like the zombies from world war z yeah yeah or the cars from fast and furious 8 so they roll in they they collectively roll into a giant ball and plow down the the town hall so i i'm thinking bill bailey uh, has sort of had to move because he he lives in a caravan. Yeah. But because of Big Book's capitalist Hitler farmer. Yeah. Uh, that's the name of the character. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Played by uh, Martin Freeman. Yep. He's had to move, and so I think he sort of leads the badgers. Yeah. Uh, on a on a monster course. Yeah. Through the farmlands. Of uh, of the new the new way of farming, um, so I like, I like the idea that Martin Freeman is Big Buck's capitalist farm Hitler, yeah, and he's real a real bad guy, and you know this because basically like um, he's you know in, in a boardroom mm. with his wellies on, yeah, and and he's like he, he had to he had to put uh, put his wellies in the little bit of water. Uh, yeah. On the way, yeah. on the way into the boardroom, because yep. of foot and mouth, <laughs> mouth. That's and... uh, that's fucking reference. <laughs> Someone will get <laughs> two thousand three. Yeah. Um. So uh, he's sat there in the boardroom, and uh, uh, someone comes up and he's like, uh, "We couldn't get into the badges. They're, they're, they're too quick. They're hiding somewhere. We don't know where they're hiding." Uh, mm. uh, and uh, Martin Freeman says, "Well, well, I." Uh, Guess I'm gonna have to have to fire you then, because um, you're completely useless. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then he looks to look, looks into the camera mm. and goes, "Can't believe it!" Like that, that sort of like uh, <laughs> it cuts know, to a talking head of him. No, 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 doesn't. No, doesn't. Just he looks into the camera. Okay, shakes his head, and then someone goes, "Hello," <laughs> and then the guy he's firing goes. What were you looking at? Is there someone... There's no one there. <laughs> it's just like... He thinks he's breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. But I mean, he is. And then... We are. <laughs> I'm doing it. But, um... Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Bill Bailey is... It's just the idea that they... Like, the per- everyone else in the room mm. just goes... Why is he looking over there? <laughs> why are you... Why are you just staring into that random patch of wall... It, there's a there's a picture up there on the wall where he's staring that is someone holding a camera. <laughs> there's a picture of someone holding a camera. Uh, oh but, my god! But anyway, to high concept Terry quickly. <laughs> but anyway, Bill Bailey, uh, he's he's made a cape that he's painted black and white. Yeah. Uh, and now he's controlling the badgers. Yep. With his wizard staff. <laughs> I'm thinking the film ends of a giant kaiju badger but made out of 
smaller badges. Smaller badges. Well, yeah, there's this big boulder made of badges. Yeah. That um, wearing his black and white cape, Bill Bill Bailey um, uh, runs along the top of like backwards. Mm. You know, because if it, as the as the ro- boulders kind of kind of rolling, he's sort of trying to stay on top, so he's yeah. like running backwards. Yeah. Uh, and then it turns into a giant uh, kaiju badge, uh, badger once it's knocked down the big business halls. Mm, and uh, and, and the, then, guy, the guy who fired Martin Freeman, uh, Ben Mendelsohn, he's like... Martin Freeman fired. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, shit. Badgers. Yep. And then the film ends. And then the film ends. Yeah. Uh, confident writing. Yep. <laughs> well, I, I mean, for, for the... Because we'll have two cuts. The theatrical cut, which is oh, shit, bad, which is oh, no, badgers. Yeah. And then for the X-rated uh, extended cut, We'll have oh shit badgers, yeah. It's yeah. a swear, isn't it? It's a swear. It's a swear. Um, the when you said you will have two cuts, yeah. I genuinely thought you were, you you meant this was going to be a Birdman. that as well. There are only two cuts in this film. We, we've only got two, three shots. Yeah. in the movie. Yeah, uh, it's all really long takes no one knows how to edit here yeah. but they do know how to film really really well the only time it breaks that one thing is when Martin Freeman looks at the camera and yeah. then it cuts to the people watching him and then it cuts back <laughs> that's the two cuts two cuts yeah gee whiz <laughs> we're, we're going all in on that one gag it's not even a gag it's very serious part of the movie it's a very serious part of the movie Okay, so those were our honourable monsters. Yep. Yep, the monsters. Those were those uh, honourable mentions. So remember, if you want to give us a title every week, uh, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. Give us a like on there. Also, give us a follow as well on Twitter. We are at Life's a Pitch Show. Go over there. Talk to us. We like it. We like the talking that you do. We like the talking that you're doing already, but we would like more of it. Yeah, if, so, if you want to, if you want to chat, just uh, hit us up on there. If you want to uh, tell us how you're liking the episode so far, yeah, just comment on this. Uh, if you found it on social media, just comment on it. If you found it anywhere else, go to those sites. There'll be a post up comment saying we really liked it. I mean, it was a big like. Yeah, if if you don't know what to say, like mm. we're we're saying, oh yeah, talk to us, talk to us. People are like, I don't know what to say to these these goon boys. Mm. Well. Here's an easy, handy-dandy guide, right? Big like. Just write big like. That's all you have to do. Big well, like. That's, yeah, we've done... Caps, up to you. Exclamations, up to you. Big like. It's a great icebreaker. Yeah. Okay, so, Matt, before we move on to our final pitch, which is from Joe Thompson, and the title is My Dad the Dinosaur, mm-hmm. uh, we've got an award to give out. An award? Yes, an award. I've never heard of such a thing. Well, it's the... Yes, very clever... Award. Yeah, the Yes Very Clever Award. This award is given to uh, a title we've been given that is based on an existing title or just a little funny pun joke, sort of something we couldn't really do much with. But this week, I kind of struggled to find one. Yeah. Uh, because this one, uh, we could have done something with. Yeah. But because it has so many connotations with a film that already exists, I was like, this is a pretty clever one. So thanks to Phil Walters, who's given us... The hills are alive. That's pretty good. That is that's pretty. It's a, it's one that sneaks under the radar yeah. until you think about it. Also, they have eyes. Yeah, 
So, you know, we're, we're building up a good Hills cinematic universe. The Hills have arms. <laughs> the Hills have arms and legs and a big frowny face. Yeah. Um, the Hills grew legs and are really angry about, about it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes, on with today's final pitch. And that is My Dad the Dinosaur. That's from Joe Thompson, so thanks, Joe. My Dad the Dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Remember, Whoopi Goldberg's in it no matter what. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg is definitely in it. Yeah, yeah. And I think the dinosaur, the dad, mm. is almost definitely, if it's an adult yeah. a, a child of this, this dinosaur, then um, John Cleese is the dinosaur. <laughs> okay. Because he looks a bit like a Diplodocus. <laughs> Wait, what? It's just sort of like long. It's got a really flat head. Yeah. And sort of... Fair. You know, looks like he'd uh, look at home eating leaves. I, I'd like, I quite like that to be your only opinion on John Cleese. <laughs> he looks a bit like a Diplodocus, really. Yeah, he looks a little bit like a Diplodocus. Yeah, John Cleese looks a bit like a Diplodocus. Yeah, that is my only That's opinion. Fair. So, well, what kind of film do you want this to be? It's a monster movie. We know yeah. that. My Dad the Dinosaur sounds like a kids' film. Yeah. So I'm thinking we go for fun family romp where. That sounds like Dad turns into a dinosaur. Or, right, Dad works at a museum, the Museum of Natural History in London. Like, he's been working there day in, day out, every day uh, for the last 20 years. Mm. And the whole thing is that he doesn't work there as an employee. He works there as an exhibit. (laughs) (laughs) What? Like, he, during the day, is going up and standing on a pedestal and then reverting to his true form of Mm. a dinosaur. (laughs) And then at the the night... Right, okay. I'm going to step back uh, for a bit. John Cleese. Yeah. Not John Cleese yet. Not John Cleese yet. Not John Cleese yet. I'm thinking Jason Bateman. (laughs) Jason Bateman is the father of um, Billy Bobby Brown. Yeah. The only child actor we know. <laughs> we can't even use Maisie Williams in that anymore. Yeah, no. And not children. Yeah. But that's how long we've been doing this podcast for. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown is the daughter of Jason Bateman, who works at the museum. Yeah. There's all, like, uh, sort of classic sort of... In, in San Francisco, the, the birthplace of the family movie. What? Like in Homeward Bound... Oh god, yeah! Is that uh, Mrs. Doubtfire? I knew that was in San Francisco. All all these films are in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, Homeward <laughs> Bound, Mrs. Doubtfire, many more. Yeah. So yeah, Jason Bateman is working at this museum, mm-hmm. uh, the National History Museum. Plenty yeah. of dinosaurs around there, uh, as you know. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Comes and goes. Hey, J- Jason. Uh, do you mind? Do you mind coming into the uh, to the office with me? She's the manager. Okay. There. And she basically then the curator. talks... Yeah. Uh, yes, that, that is the word. Uh, <laughs> for 15 minutes of the film, yeah. she explains the economic situation. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough time out there at the moment, uh, Jason. Yeah. Uh, she has a PowerPoint yeah. purely for Jason Bateman. What happened was uh, the, the, a lot of the banks started uh, reselling <laughs> unsecured loans. and <laughs> it's, it's a mini The Big Short. <laughs> and they, even, they even cut to Margot Robbie in a bath. And they sold a lot of these, uh, full well, knowing full well that uh, 
that many of them weren't good loans. That the, the, yeah, no yeah. money was going to be coming back to them. No, but that's just the situation we're in right now. In, in, <laughs> she, fin- she finishes. In 2018. <laughs> uh, which is why, Jason... You're fired. <laughs> okay. So basically... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Jason Bateman's like, you know what? If you just said you're fired, I would have been angry. But now you've explained the entire economic situation of the world. <laughs> I am totally on board with this. <laughs> I best get looking for a new job. Yeah, he's fine with it. And so weeks go by. Yeah. Millie Bobby Brown is living... With him, I think, like, divorced. Okay. So, there's, She's like... divorced. No, Millie Bobby Brown is divorced. <laughs> right. uh, no, uh, you've got Jason Bateman and Judy Greer. Okay. Don't Ju- know. I don't know Judy, Judy Greer. Shit. Uh, she's the mum from Ant-Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, know, yeah. I know Judy Greer. Yeah. Uh, um... San Francisco divorced... Yeah, uh, I'm 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 typecasting her. Yeah, yeah. Um, totally. So yeah, there's this whole thing of like visitation rights and stuff, and the fact that uh, Jason Bateman doesn't have a job. Yeah, uh, he's constantly applying for stuff. Like you know how it is, like going for interviews, not hearing back, not hearing back at all. Yeah, yeah, nothing, like nothing there. You'd, you've just worked with dinosaurs. Oh, I think I know that doesn't qualify you to work at Taco Bell. Yeah, I'm sorry. You can't. You can't. Yeah, you've got a degree. In in yeah. uh, paleontology, yeah. yeah. But what are we gonna do with that here in uh, uh, cleaning an office? Yeah, you've worked in a museum for the past twenty years. Like, how does that qualify you to be at a call center for a bank? Jason Bateman then gets job. then gets an email, yeah, saying experimental research. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, who's carrying out this experimental research? I was gonna say John Cleese. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I wasn't. Were you not? Yeah, no, I've got John Cleese for a very specific right, uh, role. Not Bob Hoskins, it's... Um... Alan Tudjik. Okay. In a lab so in coat. A, in, oh, I was going to say in a, in, a, in a suit. Okay. Like, I, I... He's, he's a suit kind of scientist. Okay, so he's like a big books. Yeah. Uh, big farmer. Like the guy, like, like, wait, like Alan Tudjik from Big Hero 6. Is that Alan Tudjik? Who's the bad guy? The guy, the, 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 no, the... Might be Alan Tudjik, I'm not sure. The main business one. Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's a suited scientist, not a yeah. lab coat scientist. Yeah, yeah. Um, basically. Uh, like, I've got big ideas, Jason Bateman. I've got really big ideas. And I, I know you, in your academic field, you're not really a, a big ideas kind of guy. Mm. You just sort of... But know things. You get to work with dinosaurs. <laughs> And like it's basically like a Jurassic Park moment, but it's all they're all sort of in cages. All these dinosaurs that they've made are in cages. So he have to sign a non-disclosure agreement before yeah, yeah. he goes in. But like he can't tell his dog. His, ah, his uh, Millie Bobby Brown is crazy into dinosaurs as well. Yeah, she's like hobby. Like he's taught her everything he knows, sort mm. of thing. But there's a bit of tension there between like. Oh, who did you say the mum was? Judy Greer. Judy Greer wants her to... She knows she's clever. Yeah. But also knows that paleontology is a dead-end job. <laughs> the uh, paleontologists are going the way of the dodo. Yeah, yeah. the way of the dinosaur. <laughs> um, the dodo. <laughs> the dodo. She says that yeah. because Judy Greer has no idea what paleontology is. <laughs> I think I think she, she knows enough. Yeah. 
she she's but she's the business like yeah she's she maybe she, even she gets him tips uh, him off about um, yeah Alan uh, but, yeah yeah Mr Big Bucks basically he he gives Jason Bateman this thing yeah saying if you sign this yeah basically it's a big sheet of paper that says don't ask questions <laughs> don't ask questions don't tell D- anyone don't read the rest of this. <clears throat> And we'll give you two million dollars. <laughs> think of think of all the things you can do for your daughter with that two million dollars if you just sign this. <laughs> Don't read the rest of this. Sign, please. <laughs> and so, uh, Jason Bateman, like, there's a there's a moment where he's like, I can't, I can't do it. No, I won't. Yeah, I need to, I need to read, I need to be able to read that. And like, Alan Tudyk like puts his hand on the paper. And goes in a kind of sensual way. Yeah, yeah. Just goes, give it a few days, think about it. Yeah. So Jason Bateman leaves, and then the next few days, a shit ton happens. So like, he's still applying for jobs. No one's getting back. Uh, it's even worse because they're not even contacting him now. I think there's a a kind of subplot of Alan Tudyk trying to seduce Jason Bateman. <laughs> Okay, like he's oddly sexual yeah, yeah. about he's, it. He's, like... he's very, he's very upfront with like, <laughs> you know, I, I like, I like you, Jason Bateman. You're a, you're a handsome guy. You're a, you know a lot. You got that big, big old brain of yours. <laughs> he, he does that thing from uh, Basic Instinct, <laughs> where he crosses his legs over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's maybe that bad. <laughs> But, um, or he does that, but while in a suit. It's not got the same effect as Basic Instinct, but he does it anyway. But his as suit a kind of trousers have like chap, like assless chaps. No, 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 just full suit. It's just full suit. Yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. So he just does that, and it just looks like he's just swapping over his crossed legs. Okay, he's got a Bowie bulge going though. All right. In the suit trousers, there's, I mean, there's something going on. Down I, there. I was gonna, I was gonna, okay, I was gonna go stick with the kind of like kids <laughs> level. Well, no, like there's something going on down there, but it's it's purely <laughs> for adults. Like kids won't even notice it. Like we'll just sneak it through the through the the what's it the film classification board. Like the kid in the um, Back to the Future Three. Yes. Yeah. That, that points to his <laughs> points dick. To his dick. Yeah. There you go. If you, if you, you haven't seen noticed, that clip. Nobody noticed that until like, like, 19, like 2005. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you haven't seen that clip, guys, look up on YouTube. I don't know what to look up on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I was going to say, like. Without spoiling your search. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, like, just uh, dick point. <laughs> Back, to Back to the, the future, future 3. Yeah. Um, yeah, go look at it. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, um, anyway, so we'll skip over that, but mm. I'm just, what I'm trying to say is, like, yeah. it's a whole, like... It's a whole subplot. Get into bed with me. Yeah, and He's yeah. like, uh, you know, we, 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 we like you here, and, yeah. and he puts his hand on his and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think I think Jason Bateman is like, I mean, Alan Tudyk's a handsome guy. Mm. Uh, and he's like, you know, I'm flattered, um, but I'm... A, I'm a professional man. Yeah. And, I, and well, like, this is the thing. He goes away, thinks about it. Yeah. In that time, his bills are doubled. Yeah. Uh, because the economic situation. Yeah. The vague economic situation. 
and or there's some fiddling around. Oh, I mean, with... it's not it's not vague because uh, Whoopi Goldberg spent the first 15 minutes of the film yeah, no. outlining everything that's happening. <laughs> well, no, but his bills doubled and suddenly he's not even getting responses from jobs. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, why is, why am I not getting any responses yeah. from jobs? And he realises that Alan Tudyk's done something to sort of like... Yeah, yeah, well, no. Or later on he'll realise that like, yeah, yeah. He, he did something to sort of like... like we'll just, we'll just... Because that's where I was going. Yeah. We should just play it very subtly now. Okay. So, yeah, he's like, I really could do with that $2 million, but the contract I can't read. <laughs> I've, I've just got to do it. Yeah. So there's the refusal to the call yeah. and then being forced into doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Crossing the threshold. Yeah, so basically he signs a thing and then Antonio's like, right! <laughs> uh, get on suddenly, that fucking chair! Suddenly the walls open. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, uh, suddenly, suddenly all the, they're in this white room yeah. with a chair at the centre. <laughs> Alan Tudyk stood up <laughs> and suddenly all the walls pull away <laughs> like a set. Yeah. And behind them is like um, darkness and machines. Yeah. And like machine arms bringing in like bits of iron cladding and and uh, like metal stuff, and they clamp him into the ch- chair. Mm. Um, and and then I think we cut away. Yeah. Uh, to uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Who is the actual protagonist yep. of this film? Yep. Um, who. Like, turns up after school at a dad's house, uh, notices um, an eviction notice. Yep. Walks in, posters there, has been there for the whole week. Yep. Uh, it's, it's, it's Friday, so, like, weekend stuff. Uh, yeah, post there for the whole week. Doesn't been, doesn't been there. Uh, all, all she, like, yeah. Phones him, no answer. Yeah. So she's got a. She's looking through, looking through his stuff, and he's like, "There's something. Got to be something here that's going to lead to, to, to finding him." Yeah. At which point, you know, she turns on the TV because she's, or the TV's already on. Mm. Maybe. No, that can't be right. Um, she turns the TV on because she's tired. You know, she's been yeah. there because you know her mum's dropped her off at the front door. Yeah. She's got her own key. Yeah, and her mum's just driven off. Yeah, because she never comes in to see if he's in or anything like that. Because mm. because Whoopi Goldberg, not Whoopi Goldberg, um, Judy Greer, Judy Greer, yeah. doesn't want to doesn't want to see him. So, um, uh, she turns the TV on and there's a police report. Oh yeah, of a dinosaur <laughs> rampaging through. <laughs> you know, and it'll be it won't even be San Francisco. It'll be some some small town. Uh, outside of San Francisco. Okay, right. Um, uh, and then, like she's she's watching as this this dinosaur, mm. like um, uh, there's the news of following it with helicopter and stuff, and then the mm. dinosaur just walks into some trees. Yeah, and sh- there's a flash, and then the dinosaur's gone. What? This dinosaur <laughs> seems to just appear and disappear. Oh God! Out of nowhere. Oh. Right. Okay. So I think we both know yeah. what has happened to Jason Bateman. Yeah, he's the dinosaur. I'm pretty sure everyone listening knows, knows that yeah. he's the dinosaur. But like, there was a lot of other dinosaurs in there as well. So I'm assuming they're building like an army. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Because well, they... I was thinking, what's missing here is motive for Antigen. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's the test subject for the new uh, thing. They've made all these dinosaurs mm. to make a to make a dinosaur army. Yeah. But 
they're just dinosaurs. They're not going to serve his will. He can't yeah, train yeah, yeah. them into an into a clever army. Yeah. So having people that he can turn into dinosaurs at will mm. is the is the brand new thing. And the um, in order to do that, mm. you need someone. You need people who know how to effectively work a dinosaur. Yeah, and Jason Bateman knows how to work a dinosaur. Exactly. He knows how how like you know what. He needs to eat when he's a dinosaur. Yeah. He knows, um, like, you know, kind of what, like, what he needs to do to live as a dinosaur mm. because he can't decide whether he's a dinosaur or being turned back into a human. Mm. When he disappeared on screen, it was because he goes into some trees, dinosaur just disappears, yeah. and it's just left as him. Yeah, and then he gets picked up by the uh, picked up by the company and 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 taken out of there. Yeah, uh, in a cage. So, like, I think uh, I think that the motive behind Alan Tudyk's company is uh, Dino Corp. Yeah, um, <laughs> di- di- Dino Dino Corp. Dino Dino Corp. D Y N O Corp. Yes. Uh, yeah, like a like, like a Dynamo. Dynamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Or Dynamite. Um, yep. Dynamite. Um, <laughs> that basically they're they're using military. It's a it's a military industrial complex. Is it a military industrial complex? Yeah, it? yeah. You know, right. The problem I had with Jurassic World, yeah, using raptors uh, for military purposes. Spoiler alert: that's what they do. The, there wasn't a strong enough um, uh, military and uh, industrial complex. They, they, uh, they, they were constantly saying like, "Oh, the raptors are really, really smart. Really smart. They, they know how to communicate. They're." great hunters and stuff yeah none of them had the minds of humans though yep they didn't none of them can behave like a human would in a military situation that's true they'd like they'd just go in and get shot to pieces they were they don't have a they don't have a tactical mind yeah that they're not from that this is basically right Alan Tudyk, yeah. right, at one point in this movie, does a boardroom meeting right. where he plays the film Jurassic World <laughs> yeah. and goes, this is what's wrong with that pitch. <laughs> Those raptors did not have the minds of human beings. <laughs> I, Charlie McNuggets, <laughs> that's his name. Charlie, quote-unquote, Big Bucks McNuggets. Yeah, Charlie Big Bucks McNuggets yeah. can... Solve your dinosaur <laughs> military problems. Yeah, that is the problem. That's, That's the problem we've, we've, we've been facing for quite some time. Yeah, because in this world, Jurassic World is a documentary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's shot like a film, but it's I mean, just a documentary. Jurassic World is a documentary. Yeah. No. Hmm. This is a Jurassic Park franchise, like, in the, in the universe of Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. And, like, we are now focusing on... Uh, what was his name? Charlie Big Bucks, Big Bucks Nuggets. Big, Big, Big Bucks Nuggets. Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was the guy who was mm. the 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 defense contractor guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, who was he, he? Was he was the man talking to Vincent D'Onofrio? Yeah. But like all the all the dinosaurs that came before Jason Bateman, yeah, were military. They were mercenaries, uh, military men. Yeah, uh, uh, and they and soldiers. And, and what would happen is. Because of their aggressive nature, mm. and because it brings out your nature yeah. when you become a dinosaur, mm. and and because they didn't know how to work, they didn't a dinosaur, know how to work a dinosaur. They went feral. Yeah, yeah, they're just feral dinosaurs. But now Jason Bateman is a dinosaur. Yeah. So yeah, that's backstory for 
Alan Tudor's motive for Alan Tudor. Yeah, yeah. He just wants to make big bucks. Yeah, McNuggets. Yeah, and uh, he just really wants to eat McNuggets. Yeah, that's his surname. He's oddly sexual with everyone. Yeah. Not just with Jason Bateman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Millie Bobby Brown is like, that's odd. Not seen Dad. Dad's not been here all week. Yeah. Where's he gone? So she goes through she his paper. She knew he was looking for a job. You are? She knew he was looking for a job. Yeah. Goes through his paper, and there's a check for $2 million. Yeah. So... Which I find it amazing that they paid him that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm amazed as well, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but yeah, she cashes that. Yeah. Because uh, she's got a dad dad's credit card. Yeah. Uh, she goes on a spending spree. Okay. For a bit. Yep. Uh, and then it's like, where is dad? <laughs> There's a whole montage. She's got the whole like she's like ordering pizza and um, Tim Curry d- delivers it. Yeah, uh, you want cheese pizza? Tim Curry's pizza. Yeah, but she, she also goes on a spending spree where you can get loads of like uh, product placement shit in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's like, like he, he, Tim Curry says at the door, he's like, yeah. Ah, thank you for ordering from Rugged Rascal Pizza. She she gets Tim Curry as a butler for the weekend. (laughs) She says, yeah, I like you, Rugged Rascal Butler. Yeah, Uh, Rugged Rascal Pizza Delivery Guy. I'm going to hire you as a butler. Do you want to be my butler? I like how British you are. That's what she says. He's like, oh, yes, I used to be a butler. But the economic times have been very hard. But now you've got two million pounds, Miss Brown. <laughs> I uh, I will assist you in whatever way you want. So there's a whole subplot of her learning manners. Yeah. <laughs> it takes five minutes of the movie. Yeah. And then, yeah, basically she she notices the envelope that had the check in it. Yeah. It was Dino... What was it? Dino Corp. Dino Corp. Yeah. She goes down to Dino Corp, which is in the in the Bay Area, sort of like on, on the pier the tech, kind of thing. The tech... Uh, uh, tech bros. Mm. And, Silicon Valley type thing. And so, yeah, she manages to sneak through. Like, uh, Tim Curry's like, oh, yes, I used to be... Uh, a heist man. I, I think I think he's just a butler. Yeah. Because I it was she, she wants to be the scrappy one. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. She, maybe she's got a scrappy friend. I I no no I think she should be the scrappy one because I was thinking like she can cut away through and stuff and Tim Bru- Tim Curry just follows her. Yeah, he's because uh, she, she's paying him. So yeah, like yeah. Uh, and he's like uh, but and, and also he. Is is her friend yeah. now? Yeah, um, and he's like, I'm not sure we should be doing this, Miss Brown. Uh, like, I'm. This is terribly illegal. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just. I'm just gonna find out where my dad went. <laughs> and so instead of phoning them up, she breaks in yep. during the night. Yep. And uh, she's. Uh, they. They're in. She's this... like a Greenpeace activist. Yeah, yeah. They're in this air vent. Yeah. And then they slip down. Yeah. Whoa! Whoa! Good lord! This is too much for me! This reminds me of Disney World! Mm, Wings pizza! Wings also (laughs) almost at the camera. Cheese pizza! pizza. (laughs) And they fall. And land in a raptor cage. Oh no. Where there's a fucking raptor just like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> the raptor says. Yeah. What 
the fuck are you doing here? It's really aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Oh. XSAS. Oh, it's got a fucking Uzi in its hand. <laughs> the rat's got, got an Uzi in its hand. Uh, oh, no, there's Uzis on the wall. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> and this raptor has, like, a, um, a hat that's made out of basically tin foil mm. with um, uh, a radar dish on top. <laughs> right? And he's like... And it's played by oh, Sean Connery. Okay. Um, and he and he, and he's like, uh, "What on earth are you doing down down here? I thought they'd forgotten about me. They sent me some more food." Um, and they're like, "No, we're 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 breaking in." <laughs> right. Right. Okay. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown falls into a raptor enclosure. A raptor enclosure. <laughs> Sees a raptor, sees a raptor <laughs> with a tinfoil hat on. <laughs> tinfoil hat on, who then talks to her, yeah. and she just talks back <laughs> yeah, as yeah, though yeah. it's nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. Uh, <laughs> she's like, well, she's she like, she's like, already we've already got the bit out of the way where it's a raptor, it's all yeah, the teeth. Yeah. She's backing up against the wall, mm. and then he, and then he goes, and then he goes, what are you doing down? Here? <laughs> what are you doing down here? Well, that's not a good enough answer. <laughs> I, I guess I'm going to have to eat you. Breaking in. And then just as that happens, T-Rex snaps him up. Oh, no, no. I was going to go with like a, a, a kind of... Uh, this is a kind of archive mm. like where they, they, they throw forgotten about experiments. Okay, yeah. Like, this is a character mm. who will go along with them now. <laughs> Sean Connery is... Like, was able to keep his, um, like, personality. Yeah. But every now and again, but only <laughs> while he's wearing this, like, hat mm. that's got this, like, little radar dish thing on. Yeah. That's why he's still, like... I think we need to start wrapping it up, but... Like, this, yeah, but, but, but meeting him, yeah, yeah. helping him get out of this cage, yeah. and then get his own back on the company yeah, is yeah. a pretty good, like, yeah. little, little arc thing. So I'm thinking... Uh, somehow she manages to find her dad. Yeah. Uh, obviously a T-Rex. Yeah. We're going for very middle of the road. He's not going to be anything else, is yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, T-Rex, voiced by John Cleese. Okay. Uh, I, weirdly. Because when you get turned into a dinosaur, you just become an aging British actor. You turn into an aging British actor. You get the voice of an aging British actor. <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> no matter who you were. That's just a thing that happened. <laughs> So uh, when they eventually turn Alan Tudyk into a into a, a dinosaur to end this, mm. because they have there's a fight going oh, yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they like they Jason Bateman is like about to eat Millie Bobby Brown. We've got to have the freeze. dinosaurs escaping. Yeah, and like Millie Bobby Brown is and Tim Curry are riding on the back of uh, John Cleese Jason Bateman dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, across the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, where um, I think before just before that we have the situation where like. Jason Bateman has been told to eat these people, these intruders, yeah. and then he freezes up because he sees it's yeah, the other yeah. way around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then that's how they escape. Yeah. Um, because uh, Millie Bobby Brown can squeeze through the bars yeah. and unbuckle the, the cage, yeah. and that's when they escape, and then they just let all the dinosaurs out. Yeah. They go down the Golden Gate Bridge, yeah. uh, which is where the police and the army, and, and led by Alan Tudyk in a tank... Yeah. Uh, are coming down the other way. The police are coming the other way. 
And um, Alan Tudyk is like, no, I control you. I I made you, Jason Bateman. <laughs> either either you come back with me or you give me back those two hundred dollars. <laughs> two hundred two million dollars. Two hundred dollars. <laughs> and um, I re- I would really like it to be two hundred dollars. Like, but it's <laughs> you can you you can have that back. I uh, um, and and then um, she's like. <laughs> no, no, no! You, you and she points can't. at Tim Curry. Who's like, <laughs> like, how am I going to get paid? <laughs> I've been paying all my money to this butler. <laughs> and at this point, Tim Curry goes, "I suppose I could chip in." <laughs> <laughs> and so um, the Sean Connery Raptor yeah. pins him down, and that's when John Cleese is like, "Oh yes, I'll I'll help out here." And then Tim. <laughs> and John Cleese sound awfully similar <laughs> uh, and that's when he picks Alan Tudyk up by uh, by the back of his suit yeah. and he's like kicking and flailing like put me down put me down and then, <laughs> and then they, they dangles take... him off, off the Golden Gate Bridge and drops him oh right okay yeah I thought so for me I was gonna go with they go they find their way mm. on, on this chase all the way to, because they're going to try and change Jason Bateman back. Yeah. All the way to um, the out, uh, kind of, the forward lab. The okay. lab is in a different place to the actual building where they're keeping everyone. Mm. So the lab... There's also a time limit. Yeah. <laughs> on it for some reason. Yeah, yeah, for some reason. Some... If, if you don't turn him back soon, he'll yeah. be a dinosaur forever. Yeah, and so... Oh, I, I think I think they get to the lab. Yeah. They sit Alan Tudyk down in the, in the chair yeah. and turn him into a dinosaur. He turns into a pterodactyl. Oh, no. I, I, and, and then I he gets... really just want him to just... They just drop him off the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. Right. And that's when Whoopi Goldberg drives up in her car yeah. and goes, we were hunting him for some time. <laughs> the, 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 the paleontological uh, police. Yeah. <laughs> it's got the Jurassic Park logo, but instead of Jurassic Park, it just says police. The museum police. <laughs> Jurassic police, there you go. Jurassic police, we were hunting him down Outsteps for some time. Outsteps Theodore X. Yes. <laughs> How steps a man in a T-Rex costume? <laughs> Called Theodore Rex. Yeah. Uh, uh, watch that, the trailer on YouTube. And that's when they rush uh, to the lab, yeah. get him sorted out. Um, and uh, and Whoopi Goldberg just like, you do know this is irreversible. He can't turn back into a dinosaur. And Millie Brown Brown's like, yes, I know. I just want my dad back. Yeah. Uh, Sean Connery, because he's got no family... Remains a raptor. Well, he, he's he's past the time limit. Yeah, so he's got to. Mm. He's got to remain a raptor. Yeah, but yeah. he hangs out with them. You know, he's, he he lives in the house along with their butler. They, they live in this because uh, the, of... the damages that Dinocore owes the, uh, owes them. Yeah, are substantial. Therefore, they can keep Tim Curry in in employment as a butler. Yeah, and and they don't have to worry about money again. Yeah. That's that's the only way to get out of uh, economic debt in this day and age is to to sue. <laughs> dinosaur for being turned into a or dinosaur. To get turned into a dinosaur and uh, told to sign your life away to yeah. weird science experiments. And then and then sue when they turn you into a dinosaur. Yeah. That's so, it. So uh, that yep. was uh, my dad, the dinosaur. <laughs> it was a little meandering, but yeah. we got there in the end. It was good. It, it was, was good. good. Would make, you know, a couple more passes and make a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so...
in a way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, thank you for listening, guys. Um, if you have enjoyed uh, today's episode uh, or if you enjoyed the podcast at all you can uh, remember to tell your friends please thank you very much Uh, really kind of you when you do that also remember if you do like the podcast you can find us on our Patreon page that's patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast you can contribute uh, your money to help keep uh, this podcast going Uh, so yeah uh, it's it's worked really well so far uh we've managed to pay for a lot more equipment to make the podcast just a better quality go there you get a lot of stuff for your contributions so just go to the uh page patreon.com forward slash life's a bitch podcast and just check it out really um uh and remember and, and even if you can't afford in these trying economic <laughs> times to uh give us just a tiny bit of money less less than a coffee's worth of money then um that's fine we understand um as Whoopi Goldberg explained earlier on in the podcast. Uh, if you can't, then uh, we will appreciate also giving us a five-star review on on the uh, on the place where you get the podcast. Five-star review, or just send us a big like on social media. Yeah. Uh, that, that'll do wonders for yeah, us. Yeah, you can pay us in um, currency of the ego. <laughs> um, big, big like coin. Yeah, <laughs> big like coin. Yeah, if you could set that up and then uh, make <laughs> us the sole owner, please. Thank you. Yes. And of course... Um, this podcast w- wouldn't be possible to this extent without the the, the kind generosity of uh, our current patrons. And those are... Mihir Trevedi, It's the Big One, introducing your boy Grindle Various Brimblestock 2008, Davey Benzo Felix, My Waste of Talent, Brandon Spanky Mills, Ross underscore Originals, Sam McKillman, Stephen D. Thomas, Charlie Brambles, Jimblebee Beepy Beans, Spanky Brandon Mills, Alex Keane, Brent Black, and Joseph Hegarty. Thank you all very, very much for your generosity. Uh, you're helping the podcast get better. Thank you so much. Uh, so, until economic times hit you so hard that you have to give your body to dino science, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it. Bye! Bye!